I'm talking with Khalid from Fly Upload. Um, Khalid, do you want to tell us a little bit about who you are and, and what you've been doing that's interesting? Hi, oh, my name's uh, Khalid Sheikh. Um, well, I graduated in about 2000 from a university called McGill University in Canada uh, in, with a degree in computer engineering. Um, I've previously done engineering level uh, work at companies like Microsoft, HP, NVIDIA, but also uh, I've been like creating companies year after year. So like a content business in 2000 called Glide Underground, a very technical company called HTTP Tunnel somewhere in those years. And then in the most interesting in 2004 created a website called You Send It, which uh, ended up growing pretty large, you know, over 44 terabytes of data a day and ended up getting $20 million in funding. And just most recently I've uh, created this website called Fly Upload to capitalize on a very large market. Okay. And... You send it and fly upload. What kind of uh, traffic do those sites have? Well, you send it's doing at its peak. It was doing 1.2 million downloads a day, with about 44 um, 44 terabytes a day. Now it does less than about five terabytes a day, and right now fly uploads doing about six terabytes a day of data, uh, with about a couple of hundred thousand downloads a day. Okay. Very good. Well, um, maybe, uh, is, is YouSendIt and Fly Upload, are they similar business models? Um, I don't think so. I, wouldn't, I would think that uh, YouSendIt, YouSendIt actually created uh, this, this space on the Internet. Uh, a lot of Wikipedia calls it one-click file hosting, and Wikipedia references that there are 130 websites in this space, the larger of which are Mega Upload and RapidShare, uh, which are doing well about $10 million a year in revenue and profitable with a team of less than 10 employees. You send it, saw this space commoditizing and being run by very small teams uh, very efficiently, and it moved up market to uh, target small and medium businesses. So it's focusing on creative sure. professionals. Did, yeah. Before we go into too much detail on that, do you want to just explain how the model works for people sure, who sure. haven't seen it? Sure. So the services that you send it in these one-click hosters offer is that Generally, they ask you to type in a recipient email address. They ask you to attach a file of any size, up to two gigs, and hit send. Um, that's, it's about as simple as that. The, the file is uploaded to our servers, and then we send out a link to the recipient. And so the point here is so that if, when you can't email a file that's of a certain size, to get that file to someone and also to have a permanent host for it, that's the problem that you guys solve. Is that correct? Correct. correct. And even with services like Gmail or Yahoo, which offer infinite email, they actually have attachment limits of 10 to 30 megs. And so now I've seen um, Rapid Share, and then you, you mentioned the other one, Mega Upload. Um, yeah. They, I mean, Rapid Share has an Alexa rank of 13. Correct. Um, that's that's <laughs> that's right up there. Um, it, how do how do other people how, how do you come in and compete with that? Well, I'll give it to you this way. Uh, being an entrepreneur, uh, generally when you're going out an investment, they go, well, what what are you going to do when Microsoft competes with you? What are you going to do when Google competes with you? They always take the biggest name and they go, what are you going to do? You end up building this this fearless approach to attacking business. You know, yes, there's all these people in the market, but you know their strengths and weaknesses. You look at RapidShare and Mega Upload. RapidShare's um, not a very legitimate brand hosted in Germany. Mega Upload's not that clean a brand hosted in, um, they're in Hong Kong, their headquarters, and they've actually met the founders and the team, and they're operating out of the Philippines. Both of their models are subscription only. If you look at the big two, at least two out of the three dot-com IPO players, one's Google, one's uh, Yahoo, $150 billion market cap, $30 billion market cap. All of us here in the U.S. know that advertising-based business models are disrupting that of non-advertising-based business models. 
I believe that if I invest heavily in very low-cost transit uh, bandwidth stuff that I know is, you know, you know, one third cheaper than what YouTube is paying because, of, you know, I was I was there when they were created and all of that. Um, if you p invest heavily in low-cost transit bandwidth and invest in the advertising-based revenue model and you build a platform on top of that, I really strongly, confidently believe there's a billion-dollar market opportunity there. And that's, that's what I'm aiming at. So whatever they're aiming at, they're aiming at, you know, immediate cash flow. They're aiming at converting people to a subscription model. I'm really in it for a far longer term. And, you know, we'll see how that pans out. So by subscription model, what you mean is that RapidShare and Mega Uploader uh, users can pay to become a member and get um, better service and download and stuff like that. And that's what and we suggest you can monetize on the thank you page and, th and show ads. That is exactly correct. And and this new, you know, this generation of web technologies, it's all about giving services away and monetizing off ads. The, the, the huge, I don't know how many billion dollars the advertising space is and the relatively small amount of dollars being spent online and that huge friction created that, you know, we know that eventually over the next five years that more of that money is going to come online is going to bring life to new businesses online. And I aim to own something that has to do with media hosting online. And that's primarily in all of these websites. The number one transferred file is video. Number two is uh, audio. And the number three is photo. So really, these are all media hosting companies. All right. Now, I mean, one of the, the, the reason why Google's um, so incredibly profitable is because it's showing very targeted ads. A user types in a keyword. That keyword then pulls up ads that are relevant to what they're looking for at that moment. Um, in, in display advertising, we can do some sort of behavioral targeting, but even still, that's not that accurate. And at the end of the day, what you're showing is um, display advertising on a general interest download page. So, how, how are you going to get the level of, of profitability that some of these other companies can? So you're right. Right now, all I'm doing is displaying, or all we're doing is displaying basic banner ads and, you know, nothing special. But we believe as the advertising market evolves, new methods will come out. For example, the industry, even Google, I've heard, is slightly moving towards CPA versus uh, CPC. Uh, Yahoo is doing the same thing. So I believe that new opportunities will present themselves and also that we have access to the user's content. So, you know, it's, it's not that hard to be able to target based on, you know, what they're doing, uh, be able to target advertising. But obviously today is not the day where we have that kind of uh, technologies available. So you kind of have to plant yourself in here, sit and wait. And, and just grow page views while, um, you know, the advertising market develops itself. And so looking then at your site, um, you, you launched uh, Fly Upload, what, about seven or eight months ago? Is that right? Uh, I actually purchased the IP and assets from a company in uh, UK, from, uh, from a bunch of people in UK, uh, because I didn't want to go to redevelop the technology and iron it out and make sure it was solid and scalable. So I purchased the IP and assets, and then I just invested in operations and infrastructure. So it's, it looks like it's taken off in the last six to seven months. Does that sound accurate? Yeah. And then, but then what I noticed is you've got a, an Alexa rank showing of 2,500 now, but then that's actually, the today's Alexa rank is like around 10 or 15,000. That, that is very interesting, actually, because the internal, my internal tools are telling me that nothing is changing, but the Alexa is changing. So I'm not, I'm not sure exactly about that. Uh, but. I've the, heard that from a, Pardon? You're not alone. That actually, uh, .com has had the same thing happen. Their Alexa rank is, uh, yeah. half. And then at the same time, their traffic has almost doubled. 
Yeah, so I'm not actually sure about that. But uh, separate from that, I'm, I'm sitting here and pondering, you know, what's the next thing in this file transfer? Is it social networking plus file transfer? Or, you know, what, what is it exactly that needs to be done? So, the, right. I mean, there's also the next product that one has to build. And, you know, so I'm thinking about that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's an interesting model. And you, you don't do any kind of media buying whatsoever, do you? It's all just driven through uh, viral? So, correct. Everything is driven viral traffic, uh, no buying. And, you know, there's a, lot, there's a lot of competitors in the space that are operating very profitably, but are also just aiming at the cash flow and not after, uh, you know, capital markets. So you're, t you're talking as, as an example of uh, rapid share and... Well, there's yeah. those two. I was just talking to File Factory, which is, you know, recently was on SitePoint looking to sell for $3 million. So I go, okay, well, if I can raise up that much money, can I, can I, can I um, you know, can I buy it? And they were like, no, 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 we're selling it out for $25 million. <laughs> so uh, a lot of people, you know, are making a good amount of money in the space, and it looks easy to execute in. But uh, I do think it's also a short-term, um, they're looking, their vision is very short-term. Okay, so, so traffic comes virally. I mean, I, I, I upload a file that I need to send, um, and then I send an email to you. Does, does the service send an email to you, or does the, does it, do I just send an email to you? Um, the service sends the email to you. So I put in your email address, the service emails you and says, hey, there's a file here from Adrian, you can go and download it now. Correct, that's it. So how do the, the economics of it work? I mean, I'm, I'm, let's say I send, let's say I send a big file. I send a one gigabyte file to mm -hmm. you, and then you see, and I look at your download page, and it was filled with tons and tons of ads. So you yeah. see uh, 12 ads, you know, and a couple of pop-ups and everything else. Uh, you, you downloading that one gigabyte file and seeing those ads, how do you make money on that? So the normal economics of this work is that um, you offer some huge size. But in general, the average that people send is lower than a certain amount. So let's say that they're sending on average 20 megs. Somewhere above 40 megs, you'll be uh, losing money, and something below 40 megs, you're making money. All right. But you take all the others anyway. Pardon? You take all of the files anyway. We take all of the files because you're trying to provide a service that's valuable to the user. So the better monetization you can do on the download page, then the larger files you can offer. That's exactly. More and, more. The, and the idea is that if you're focused on making money today, what you're going to do is maximize your revenue. If you're focused on making money tomorrow, you'll invest all of that money into upping that limit so that the users have a better service, which will differentiate you from the competitors that you have a better service. Yeah. And how are, um, are you guys self-funded? Do you have investors? No, I basically uh, liquidated um, liquidated money I got from um, uh, parting with you send it and use that to purchase the IP and assets and then invest in the operations. So at the moment it's self-funded. Correct. We are meeting with investors, but this time I've learned that just partnering with an investor and getting $20 million doesn't necessarily make you succeed. Partnering with the right investor that believes in the vision and the long-term opportunity and lets the executive team operate, that's really the right investor you want to work with. So I'd rather decline millions of dollars than to work with an investor that is just going to make, you know, make those, um, not agree with the vision. Right. So, um, the guys listening to this uh, are all pretty hardcore direct response guys. They're, all of the, the things that they do are based around economics of you buy a, buy a click somewhere or you, you put some advertising somewhere and at the end of the day you end up making a certain amount of money. Mm -hmm. And they're going to be listening to this and saying, well, this guy, he's, um, 
he's he's building this model. He's investing a, a bunch of his own money in this. Um, but he's he's kind of just hopeful that the the rates and display advertising are going to rise and that he's going to catch a wave. But he's taking a very big risk. Is this just Silicon Valley froth? How would you respond to that? <sighs> wow. <laughs> um, I actually I like that one. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I guess I can't verbally prove anything. I I can't verbally prove anything at all. All I can do is. Is, I mean, we can just look at the markets, right, irrespective of, of whether it's fly upload or not, right? Um, all of these web companies, Facebook, YouTube, whatever, they invest in an operational infrastructure and they're monetized through ads. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the two technologies for you to invest in, the two areas and spaces for you to invest in. You build something on top of it, you hire a bunch of engineers, you can build, like, any website really quickly. So, yeah, I agree. You look at Fly Upload, that might not be it. But when app, when Steve Jobs came up the, with the Apple IIe, did he envision the iPod? Did he envision the iPhone? The, any successful company will successfully iterate and build new ideas every few years. So, you know, you know, well, you, I, I mean, yeah. A lot of traffic volume. So, like, how, how many um, page views are you, on, are you getting per day on your download page? Right now it's about... Uh, one million unique, uh, one million visits a month, and uh, about two hundred thousand uh, download page views a day. So two hundred thousand download. So you're getting two thousand two hundred thousand download page impressions per day. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So in fact, anyone listening to this that wants to contact you for traffic, that might be something that you can help them with. Sure, sure. So okay. So mm-hmm. sorry. What I'm more, more interested in is working with people that see the space, that see that there's, you know, this many companies and, and you know, what can one do in this space. That's really what I'm interested in because these guys are, like, unwilling to work on ad revenue. These guys are, you know, they're all protecting their own little $1 million, $5 million companies, and they're failing to see that consolidation is going to occur in this space, just like you did with eBay, just like you did with Google. Um, have you, I'm not sure I completely understand. Mm-hmm. So, so I've heard, um, when I meet people, um, you know, 95, 96, back down then when eBay started, right, there was hundreds of auction sites, and then the best auction site ended up consolidating the space and owning it, Right. which was eBay. Well, yeah. did, did they consolidate the space? Didn't they? I mean, wasn't the network effects just strong enough that they just took over? Okay, there you go, right? So they took over, right? So then this space right now, there is going to be a company that takes over. And I don't think it's the top two because they don't, they're not looking at uh, ad monetization as one of their components and they're not building a strong brand. Hmm. I, I'm honestly, I go up to the top two. I go, hey, look, if you want to own the space, if you want to be the next $30 billion company, let me join you. But they're like, no, 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 we like to stay small. We like to protect our revenue. <laughs> And exactly. so, what kind of revenue are those guys doing? Uh, about about ten million a year, last I heard, within the last year. And some of the guys in the middle are doing about a million a year. So rapid rapid share is about. Sorry, a third. I can't million specifically million. name the name, but I mean, uh, out of those out of those top two, yeah, one of them is doing over ten million a year. Over ten million, and that's yeah. what, what uh, that's that's revenue. That's revenue, and they operate without the VC model, so they're cash flow positive. And growing, so, as you can tell. What would you What would you assume their profits are out of that ten million? Oh, it's actually up to their discretion. Uh, they keep as much as they want. Um, so they could be uh, profiting anywhere from three uh, three to seven million out of that. 
Oh, it's that profitable, is it? Yeah. And uh, and not just that, not even them. There's If you go look up DivShare, uh, they started six months ago. They're Alexa's 800 and something. What's happening is a lot of these guys come in, invest cash in operations, grow it up, and then either they can make costs and expenses match, or if you look up GigaSize's Alexa, you'll see they were in Montreal, they did the same thing. You'll see that they couldn't make it match, so eventually they killed their user base and their Alexa flatlines. They just, you can look it up. Hmm. Okay, separate from this, something I just wanted to say. Go look at Alexa for Mega Upload versus Facebook. Mega Upload is twice the size of Facebook. Let me, oh, hold on, let me, let me just yeah. see this. <laughs> So I'm going to Alexa, and so I'm going to do a what a, a comparison of Mega Let's Upload. Facebook.com and MegaUpload.com. <laughs> so the daily reach of Mega Upload is, is about one percent, and the daily reach of Mega Upload is uh, over six percent. Okay, now if we look at Rapid Share, Rapid Share is the equal same size as Mega Upload, which means this market is eclipses Facebook's market. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. so those two guys are right around six percent, and Facebook's right around two, around three percent. Yep. Right. And last time I asked Rapid Share, hey, uh, I actually asked him some other question. He's like, oh yeah, I'll sell for eight hundred million dollars, and. No one's identified this as an X billion dollar market opportunity. It kills me. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. Yep. I, I have I have no comment. They have a lot of traffic. That's incredible. Yep. And they're both growing. And DivShare is coming in, attacking the same market and growing at thirty percent per month. And you go look at DivShare's website. Very simple. DivShare. Mhm. D i v s h a r e. I apologize. I'm extremely excited about this space. <laughs> yeah. Great. It's fascinating to see. That's, so that's amazing. So, but, they, and but neither Mega Upload nor Rapid Share are showing any advertising. Because, exactly. So Mega Upload just got banned from Google. Um, actually, there was this ISAC something report, ISAC Fair report that talked about Google click fraud. And Google sits there and bans me, claiming I'm doing click fraud, right? I noticed at the exact same time they banned Mega Upload. And I'm assuming it's the same thing. They claimed they did click fraud. Mega Upload releases Mega Video, which is a YouTube competitor, and they just gave up on, um, on advertising-based revenue. Meanwhile, Google continues to support websites like um, File Factory and ZShare.net. ZShare.net, top 300 website in the world, does the exact same thing I told you, except monetizes 100% off Google Ads. So, um, yeah. So you're saying you, you said Rapid Share was kicked out of Google? No, it was Mega Upload that was kicked out of Google. When you mean kicked out of Google, does that mean they're they're, they're banned from doing pay-per-click advertising, or were they actually dropped out? So banned for doing pay-per-click. So all of these guys. So Rapid Share, for example, does. I, I thought they just grow virally, or are you saying they also do media buying as well? When, when I mean by pay-per-click advertising, I imply both Rapid Share and Mega Upload are growing virally. Um, Mega Upload was using AdSense to monetize. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and they got dropped from the AdSense program. Correct. Yeah. So some of the file sharing guys or whatever you want to call these one-click hosting have been dropped from Google, and the other ones haven't. And it's hard to determine how Google's deciding. Yeah, maybe they're still trying to get their heads around the space as well. 
I don't know. I, I don't know. But I, what they, you know. they care in is, is, is Google's AdSense that better at monetizing that stuff? It would seem to me that, um, that some of the just standard display advertising would be more effective. Uh, well, you're right. Um, I'm not sure what's effective in that space. Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. All I know is that some of them are using Google. Some of them are using this. I've tried out a number of them. Uh, I know there's something happening in this space, and I'm going to be associated to it. So, how does a company become a billion-dollar company in this market? You're saying just get get as much um, d- downloads as possible. Um, so, therefore, in your case, show as much uh, download page advertising as possible, and therefore. Um, when some sort of some sort of behavioral targeting comes along that's more effective, your CPMs on your download page will go up dramatically, and therefore it's a big market. Is that is that the the logic? Uh, okay, I guess I guess the more way that I define the market is if I look at Facebook and I look at its user base size, and then I look at its hundred million a year in revenue, and you basically take uh, twenty times gross revenue, which is about a two billion dollar company, which I'm assuming that's how they're valuing themselves, right? And then if I look at something like RapidShare and Mega Upload, and I add up their user bases, and I give them maybe they could make $100 million a year in revenue through innovative direct sales force. They have to have a direct ad sales force. Then I see it as a $2 billion market opportunity. Um, also, also, I don't believe that any of these public companies that get there do it off of one product. Like Google, as you know, if you look at, I don't know, you might want to look at their comm score, but you know, their growth in their search engine was might have been like, uh, you know, getting they weren't getting as many pages as they needed, and they ended up acquiring YouTube to continue their, you know, leadership on the web. Um, so I don't think it's a one-product thing to, to get to a billion-dollar uh, valuation. But, you know, you can see based on these stats as well that there's definitely something here that's sizable to Facebook, which is already a two billion, two to $6 billion company. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That's really, really. I mean, I've seen these sites around. I knew they had a lot of traffic. I didn't realize they would double the volume of Facebook. So, looking at these between Rapid Share and Mega Upload, those two combined are actually four times the traffic of Facebook. Exactly. And I've flown like VCs here, Summit Partners. I flew with one of their associates to Hong Kong to meet the Mega Upload guys. So the investors here are knocking on their doors, but they're refusing to uh, to accept the investment. Yeah. <laughs> Even uh, Michael Moritz, I, um, you know, uh, I was trying to get the Mega Upload guys to go take some Sequoia capital. And the Mega Upload guys are like, you know, Michael Moritz seemed to be interested. But the Mega Uploads guys like, you know what, I don't even want to, I don't want to take the meeting. I don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got, they got something that's working. That's <laughs> Exactly. They're profitable. They're in a happy place. But I still think that they'll be disrupted by someone with a longer-term vision. And so, and, and again, to, to cycle back, your your vision is that, that because uh, you because you, your download page is a little hard to get through. You, you have you make people go through two download pages and all that sort of stuff. Uh, so that's, you're, you're that's, for us, that's actually one of the experimental things we're trying right now, which could be good or bad. We're varying the number of download pages based on the file size. Right. Yeah. And so that gets you more ad impressions and all of that stuff. It's just and, we're just looking for ways to pay the cost. Correct. Right. And and that's more effective. You, you think that longer term that'll be more effective than the way Mega Upload or Rapid Share are working because users will go to you more. I'm they don't have to things see. out. I do believe that the ad-based revenue model will disrupt the subscription-based revenue model. Right. Huh. Well, <laughs> very it's interesting. Yeah, it's Sorry. unknown. <laughs> um, so let me uh, so just some questions then. Um, 
that, well, actually, you mentioned you, you're interested in working with people that understand the vision for your space. What, what exactly does that mean? I mean, we have some pretty large advertisers listening and um, uh, some other guys in different areas in direct response. How, how, can, how can those guys work with someone like you? So, for example, let's say that uh, advertisers want to get in on the space, right? We could perhaps create an advertising company that goes and specifically targets this space and tries to create value out of it. Clearly, Google and Yahoo don't know how to monetize them uh, well, and um, you know that's why they're banning some of them or whatever. So we maybe we build some sort of uh, maybe we work with Zito, whoever, to go and say, hey, let's uh, take these 10 to 15 file transmission one one to click one click hosting companies, accept them in a network, and try to monetize their users because they clearly have a lot of users. We need to you know. Uh, figure out a way to get the most value out of these users because it's a uh, why is rapid share and mega upload not showing advertising they should be and maybe someone's not showing up the the right ad value proposition to them that's why they're not doing it they are sharing advertising it's just they're advertising trying to get users to pay for their service they're, it's, they're not advertising they're they're just not showing advertising because it's not profitable to them anymore they have had advertising in the past oh really yeah so to to to, to, to that question is uh, is fly upload profitable why upload? Uh, no, I keep it slightly cash flow negative. <laughs> and so you're looking, you're, and that's why you're doing some optimization on the download page to see if you can find a way to make it cash flow positive. And well, I can make it. You, one can make a company, any company, cash flow positive at any time. All it means is firing. It means slowing down your growth, uh, your revenue growth, your user base growth, whatever it is. It, you know, you just fire a bunch of employees and you end up uh, cash flow positive. So when you're creating a company, any entrepreneur, think about it. You have, you know, uh, nothing at home and you want to build a company. You have to invest some money to buy a server or code something or hire someone. That implies your cash flow negative. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Right. So, um, so questions then on the space. Um, how do you deal with things like copyright issue and adult content? So uh, the adult content is against their terms of service, but basically you use the users to help police your system. Um, you have something, you know, you have you have a system that lets you block files within 10 minutes or let any user block a file within 10 minutes. Um, and the other one was adult content and copyright issues. Uh, copyright, same thing. So, you know, according to DMCA, all you have to do is take down the material. Uh, that's, that's basically what you do. You provide a, a, a web page. Uh, for people to take down material. Right now, we, we don't have enough traffic where we do that automated. Uh, right now, you send an email to dmca at flyupload.com. We take it down. Uh, but a lot of the larger sites, and just like we did at YouSendIt, uh, you just provide it in an automated way. You go to YouSendIt, there's a report abuse button on the front page. You go to YouTube, there's a report abuse button on the web, on the video, and on Mega Upload, same thing. Hmm. And so that's using a, the, the similar way that YouTube got going where it was hosting a lot of copyrighted content a large percentage of your content has to be copyrighted stuff owned by other people that people are just sharing across the net, doesn't it? But given the DMCA and the way it works, you're allowed to legally do that. It's not like we're trying to legally uh, legally host uh, copyrighted content. Uh, as I, I mentioned, we had um, a long time ago at YouSendIt, we had this terrorist video go through, and they said, look, if you're trying, I was talking to the Wall Street, uh, no, not the Wall, um, the Washington Post. I said, if you're trying to build a community, there's going to be some crime. You have to create, you're creating a society. If you just stop everyone from driving cars that, you know, so for example, someone steals a car and uses it to rob a bank, right? If you stop everyone from driving cars, you, you cripple the economy. You have to police the system so that people aren't allowed to 
uh, rob banks with cars, but yet cars are still allowed to travel throughout the roads. So we're trying to build a system here that genuinely encourages legitimate content and discourages illegitimate content and follows the laws. Otherwise, you don't have this valuable system. Just like Google, you could use Google to do anything. Right. Fair enough. Um, what's the viralness factor? Do you do you uh, split test or optimize on the viralness of the site, or is it just viralness is inherent in the model and you don't spend any time on optimizing it? Right now, no. You you all every in my opinion, every company on the web spends time. Uh, Either while well, one thing they could be doing SEO to get traffic, or they're they're trying to build their content, their website viral. So what you do is you you know you make it easy for you to email a large group of friends. Um, you make you encourage them to share the file versus sending it to one person. Um, you know, post it up on forums, blogs. Uh, you know, I saw that went yeah. right out. I like that aspect. That's that, I thought that was well done. I mean, those are things you just have to do. And uh, I think as the, the markets are evolving and as the web is evolving, there's new things that are happening. And I do believe social networking is the next way. I think that people want to have a little community where they can share their content with each other. Um, and I think that's the next product to build. Uh, it's just something that we have to, you know, get, get on and, and get out the door. Oh, in terms of the virality, uh, about 60 downloads to 100 downloads for one upload. That's about it. 60 to 100 downloads per every single upload. Yeah. Oh, so these, I mean, these are being, so these are not just people, one person sending a file to another no. person. These are being posted and everyone's downloading. On average, that's what you want to encourage sharing because that just creates your website uh, growth. Oh, so, so this is not a case of one user brings in one more user. This is a case of one user brings in 60 users. Yeah. By the way, one, one, someone might actually come and listen to me talking about Rabbit Share and Mega Upload and go, hey, this guy, you know, what, what is he, uh, why does he keep talking about them? I mean, he has his company, Fly Upload, has no traffic. Why does he keep talking about these guys? The reason I, I keep no, talking about them. 500 Alexa rank. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll tell you why I keep talking about them. Because actually, you send it was created in early 2004, which was pre-YouTube, pre-Rabbit Share, pre-Mega Upload. What Mega Upload did was copied our business, literally, from word to word of the terms of service said, you send it a California company for Mega Upload's first company, which was called You Share It. If you were Alexa, Rapid Share, Mega Upload, and YouTube, all of them were started after us, and our number one shared file was video, and what happened was that our management team was very... Um, kind of scared of the DMCA laws, kind of scared of creating a consumer website that, that was growing that quickly, and so we gave up the market. Right. Yeah. That's pretty much it. <laughs> so back and trying to do it again on your own without that sort of control in the way. There you go. I, I think at our peak we were doing about a... At our peak, we were doing about just two, three guys doing about a million a year in revenue with like, I don't know, 600000 a year in infrastructure costs. Mm-hmm. And and then you know one gets investment. You can look at the Alexa rank and you send it yourself. And that was so you're saying the investment messed you guys up. We changed the vision, and, and that was our fault as entrepreneurs. We changed the vision. Um, you know we didn't know which way the market was going to go, and then YouTube came out and and successfully exited. So that's just part of the game. Yeah right. So um, obviously you, you're growing fast. I mean you you must be running into all sorts of scalability issues. How do you handle that stuff? Um, less so scalability issues because I'm from an engineering background and I did the entire technical side of uh, you send it. So scalability isn't the issue, business is the issue. Uh, finding the right advertiser that believes in the space, 
Heck, if an advertiser wants to own this space, uh, I would work with them to help them own the space. I don't care. I just, I just want to be so, part of it. Well, how does that have to be part of the vision? Because what an advertiser wants to do that every every media that they buy or, or traffic that they you know clicks that they, that are they're, that are coming to their site is profitable. So how how, do, how does an advertiser need to get the vision? So are you talking like ad advertising? So advertisers have a lot of money to buy inventory, right? If one no, advertisers yeah. want to buy profitable advertising. Uh, sorry, say that again. Advertisers want to want to put their ads anywhere where they're profitable. Hmm. I think I'm thinking about... There's a bunch of guys listening to this right now that have, you know, all sorts of, like, free vacation offers, that kind of stuff, that they can they can put those on your download page and work with you to integrate those in some way that's more effective that then creates more money for them and pays out more money to you. That's the kind of stuff these guys can do. I think I'm mainly looking at, you know... Um these advertising agencies, like if you look at Marchex, right, they recently purchased uh, 100,000 domain names from a guy in Hong Kong for like $164 million. Um, they know how to monetize ads, but they don't, they're not afraid of getting into the content space, into actually owning the web pages. And someone who understands advertising and is not afraid of owning the web pages is the perfect partner to work with. Because they'll work with you. They understand this space is, you know, worth a couple of hundred million a year, a couple of hundred million a year in revenue. They understand that the other guys don't get it, and either I can work with them to work with the big guys, Mega Upload, Rapid Share, or we can go in and do our own and and own this space. That, that's mainly what I'm looking for. Fair enough. Um, so does it, this space then is it, does it become a competition to provide more free services? I mean, is it is it like some kind of a race to the bottom somehow? <laughs> um, well, do you call it's, Google a competition to provide more free services? Well, I mean, yeah, and I guess that's your point. But it has happened in other markets. I mean, the quality of a lot of uh, voice over IP phone service now is horrendous. <coughs> Correct. Okay. Um, I don't. I, I mean, I'm. I'm not looking. I don't look at things from the negative. I mean. And, you know, not to imply you're saying anything negative, but I just don't look at things in that light. I see, I see, uh, you know, 30%, I see their share growing at 30% per month. I see Facebook growing at another rate. I see these guys, you know, at least 2x larger, I see the space at least 2x larger than Facebook. I see at least 10 to 30 million a year in revenue today. I see it profitable, and I see them not leveraging online advertising, and I just see a, a huge gap there that needs to be filled, and that, that's where I'm kind of focused on. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, you uh, you have social uh, bookmarking um, links on on your download pages. So do, mm -hmm. do you get a lot of traffic from those? Uh, pulled those mainly off of um, TechCrunch. I mean, um, I guess I'm not analyzing it that much. Which which thing is is uh, which specific item is causing what? What I do know is when you build the right product the user base just skyrockets. And when you have the wrong product, it stays flat or goes the way it's going. So I agree. What I see in Fly Upload right now isn't right. In, it, it, if it was the right product, it would be going 30% per month, every month. And so I have to sit here and I'm trying to adjust things and tweak things to figure out what it is that I need to do to get that thing to skyrocket. But even when it's skyrocketing, I won't have the investment capital to uh, to grow the infrastructure, which is why, uh, you know, am I at, on my, you know, watch is why every you know, once in a while I set up some meetings with some investors to talk to them. And I'm like, I don't want money now, but when I'm ready, I want the money. And that's what I'm, that's what I want to work with them on. 
So your your main focus right now is on increasing the virulence of the site. That's what you care most about to get that growth. Correct. Correct. I, I know when I have the right product, and right now it doesn't feel right. But you 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 already have. I mean, as of today, your Alexa. I guess it's it. Alexa is recalibrating, but Alexa rank of twenty five hundred. So you, you you have a fair amount of traffic as it is today. Correct. And and that kind, tra- of, that kind of goes to show how easy it is to create uh, traffic with these kind of sites. Sixty to one is really incredible. <laughs> I mean, Greg from Tagged is happy if he can get one one user to bring in one one more more than one more additional user, and and you're getting sixty new users for every one user potentially. Yeah, and I think that's normal for any video sharing site, audio sharing site, photo sharing site, because that's all we're enabling. We're enabling the sharing of video, audio, and photos, and then all the extra files. That's really incredible. So I noticed going through your site, another thing you have is uh, an offer for business users, like one cent a download. How does that work? <laughs> That's just testing out a transactional cost. It's just like, you know, for example, let's say you're you know, a lawyer or someone, and you're like, you know what, I, you have way too many ads. Like, why do you have that many ads? And just to prove to you I'm not after the money, I let you remove all the ads for a cent. I'm like, uh, because the, and I don't get any of that money. It's just, it's just a way to say, hey, look, you know what, I know there's a lot of ads. I don't mean to do that. It's just I'm just trying to get the, the, the users to pay for the cost and to build a really compelling long-term service. I'm not after, you know, the money or whatever. Have you had any business users sign up? Uh, it's not a subscription offering. It's just, uh, it's just uh, pay to remove the ad. So, yes, I've had people pay, or we've had people pay. The vi- I'm, just, I'm astounded by the viralness of this. You know, there's, there's other ways to get viral, but this is what you're doing is incredibly viral. Uh, I guess though, when you when you get one user sharing a file and you get 60 other downloads, they've only they're only using the service. They're not necessarily signing up and using it themselves. Correct. And then, but then, as you know, in you know online advertising, you know having a click through of one percent or point one percent is something you can depend on. And if you assume that out of every uh, thousand downloads, one guy converts and uploads a file, then you end up with a viral product. So, so that's that's the number. So when when you have um, one user upload a file, sixty users download the file. How many out of that sixty typically come back and start uploading files themselves? I don't know the exact stats, but you know you, what you do is you put links around the download to say share another file. You put links after the upload, share another file, and and the greatest thing you go look at YouTube or whatever. They always have that link somewhere that says upload, and you know it's like we encourage you to upload because this is how our entire website is built. <laughs> That's incredibly viral. That really is. Yeah. Um, so, what kind of do you want to talk about the, the monetization? I mean, that's obviously an area you're working on. Um, what sort of stuff you, you've been doing there, and what what kind of things you'd like to try? There's nothing People. tremendously innovative on the monetization side. Um, one of the other founders of You Send It that I have good relations with, uh, ships with, um, works over at uh, Encyclopedia Britannica and Merriam-Webster, monetizing them. Yeah, or not actually, uh, I can't actually mention any details about that. But basically, uh, you know, I'm working with people in the ad space that own direct sales forces, monetize at X million a year or whatever. And, um, and I'm basically trying to see, okay, well, what are they asking for when you have direct sales people talking to them? And then I'm also just working with third parties trying to see what, what's the next thing. And just like you, I am nowhere ahead of anyone on this curve. Just like you, is it behavioral? What is it? And I'm I'm just kind of following the market there. 
So there's nothing special or unique that we're doing. I'm just trying to find the best uh, return on investment. And that's why I have so many ads, because I don't know what the, the correct uh, method of monetizing online is. Even right. even when YouTube um, was going, you know, when they were doing their million a month in operational costs, they tried to put some Google AdWords. They, you would read articles about it, and they said, well, you know, we took it off after we put it on because we felt it was undervaluing our web page, web page views. Really? That, that's what well, yeah, yeah. Well, Google, Google the, the, those contextual ads don't, don't work that well. Exactly. That's where some of the Roy is doing from Zito. Have you talked with him about some of his behavioral targeting stuff? No, definitely something to talk to him about. Um, yeah, he's got some pretty advanced stuff there. He's he's a guy worth talking to in that area. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we've got some more time. Do you want to um, t- talk a little bit about um, the, your process of raising money and, and your experience with you, Senders? Or is, or is there anything oh, yeah, else you'd sure, like? Sure. Okay. I'll tell you. I'll just talk about raising money. So I think when I came here in about 2000, I just wanted to create a company. And first one got it up to like 10,000 a month in revenue. And you know, we could raise money, but then we were like, well, do we want to give up the control? So we tried to grow that for a few years and couldn't really grow it ourselves. So this time I was like, you know what, I really want to raise money. So me and the other two founders started in January 2004. We're like, okay, we need a website, you know, to be able to raise money off. We need something that's, that's worth something. So we create this simple idea, which just skyrockets. Um, March 2000, oh, in May 2004, we went to this event called PyCon, tried to meet some people, ended up meeting our seed investor. Just to, uh, just to circle yeah. back a second, so the simple idea was you send it? Correct. And that was, this, that was viral file sharing? That was viral, exactly. And it was, it was, it was done before the market, uh, you know, before the space was identified by other people. Before okay. user-generated content, we raised the $5 million in a pretty bad time. Uh, the first $5 million Series A, we raised it before the Web 2.0 bubble. Mm. Okay. And so, so then what happened? So, well... So in terms, okay. So in uh, May 2004, we ended up getting a verbal commitment for fifty thousand dollars. We got that in August 2004 from a, a venture firm called Cambrian, Cambrian Ventures, which is a bunch of ex-founders of Jungly. Um, they gave us money to add more servers and bandwidth. We did that. They, they asked us to kick in a revenue model. We did. We were cash flow positive. You know, doing really well. Um, then he threw in another $200,000, and then uh, we worked with the Stanford GSP guy to help us raise the $5 million. We raised that in August 2005 um, from Alloy Ventures and Seven Rosen. Then those guys put in another $5 million. And then after that, they got, uh, man, I can't remember the last partner because it happened after me, but they got uh, Sigma partners to put in the $10 million. But this is all, everything after Series A, after the $5 million, switched our vision to aiming at the SMB space, aiming at, you know, high-value $30 a month subscription offering to let you send files with great branding and, you know, corporate usage and, and multi-user accounts and, you know. So they're aimed after that market. In terms of funding and generating, fundraising in general, <laughs> I don't know if this is appropriate to say on media, but I kind of draw it akin to... Um, uh, <laughs> I, this will pretty much guarantee that it will get funding, but that's fine. <laughs> I, I draw it akin to the entrepreneur has to go in and meet the investor with a bat, right? And the guy, the guy goes in and he just, he just keeps, he beats you to death on your idea, right? He, if he has the bigger bat, he wins. You, you walk away demotivated and you give up. If you have the bigger bat, you beat him to death, and then you meet again in three months and you, and you do it again and you do it again and eventually they go, hey, you know what? You're a strong enough entrepreneur with enough proven stuff that will give you some money. 
That, that's right. essentially how the game works. Most people, they'll go in, they'll get beaten enough, they won't prove you know, the revenue, the user base, whatever the investors are asking for, and then they'll get demotivated and give up. So you mentioned, the, I mean, that's fascinating. You mentioned then the small, the, the, being oriented towards the small and medium business market. Mm-hmm. Why did that work? Pardon? When did that happen? No, why did that not work? Uh, why did, oh no, so no one's saying it's not working and I don't think I should be discussing the financials of that company, but I did sell all of my stock. <laughs> right. So, you know, um, it, it comes down to how you grow a company. I've seen companies like, you know, I, I interviewed at Tag2, um, and what I've noticed, the, the, the formula in today's market have a set of less than 10 employees drawing in millions of dollars a year in revenue, or you're doing it wrong. And if you right. have, like, 50 employees and you're only drawing in a few million a year in revenue, then you're doing it wrong. That's my yeah, tag, strong theory. Tag, tag has, like, 26 employees. Yeah, no, it's... It's, and, and all the teams I work with are all very small teams scattered all over the place. That's, exactly. that's very correct. Exactly. So. Um, any other, any other comments on, on the business model or things you're doing in general? No, no, no. Um, I'm just really anchored to the space. I'm anchored to be an entrepreneur and, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, uh, you know, your audience will be able to use one of the services I create in the next, you know, three to five years, whatever that is, uh, whether it's FlyUpload or whether it's something else, I don't know. And anyone wanting to test out what you're doing just needs to go to FlyUpload.com and send some files to people. Of course. Um, great. So that, that's it, I guess. Cool. Well, thank you very much for the interview. Okay. Thank you very much for your time.